everybody. Happy Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, whatever day you're listening to this. We have a fun topic today. We're going to talk about remote work, working from home, working in the office, hybrid approach, COVID really messed things up. We finally have some data to and analytics to provide some insights for our audience. Mitchell, what do you think about this? What's up with working from home, dude? Give, give us, let's just put closure to this. I feel like everyone talks about this. It's, it is, it is a reality check if you've never done it, first and foremost. So like sending one out to all my homies out there, remote work for the first time, COVID got you, uh, you know, at your house, at your house, on your unreliable Wi-Fi, trying to get shit done for the first time. And you are stressed. Like, first of all, we're going to talk about some tips. We're going to talk about some challenges. I want to just be absolutely honest and empathetic to all the people who, who like this was a struggle. Like it, it's a, it's a skill learning how to self-manage and, and work from home, yep. especially if like you don't have a nice office set up at home. You don't have a room where you can go and like have privacy. Um, especially if you, you know, you like uh, you and a spouse or you and several roommates are all kind of forced into working from home. Like there are serious challenges, but there is some, you know, it's not all, uh, rain clouds and, and thunderstorms like there is some optimism here that's coming i want to talk about some tips things that have worked for me um how how to combat this so where to start man there's some there's some good things all right first and foremost i think that you need to be very cognizant of the boundaries that you set i think that you know working from home is there's a temptation to already bring work home with you whether you're working in an office or not there's a temptation to just always be online or especially if you work in any kind of any kind of job that could go remote probably means you're working in some type of dig- digital job, which means you probably already suffered from the temptation of taking work home with you, always being online, always having your email. Like, first of all, you got to set some boundaries. If you're under 25, like, I don't want to hear about burnout, like work hard. Yes, there are actual serious risk cases and like, don't overwork yourself, but like, you should be grinding it out your first few years to build a momentum. That's a different episode. Go listen to one a couple episodes back. We talked about this specific thing. But if you're, if you're, you know, you're doing what you should be, you're on top of your stuff, you're self-managing, you're like, you're like, you know, delivering the results. You've got to figure out how to set some boundaries. This can mean like setting your working hours on your calendar so people can't schedule meetings um, outside of certain hours. It could mean like setting up your autoresponder on weekends or if you're taking a Friday off or, or when you're out. It should mean coming up with a good game plan for when you are going to be out of office so that your team knows, hey, I'm on vacation. I'm not going to be answering my phone. Um, same thing when you're working from home is like, if you're, you're like, don't leave your work stuff out in the family room or in the room where everything else happens, if you can avoid it, like maybe pack up your desk and put it to the side, but like, don't, don't create that temptation for yourself where it's like, hey, yeah. I'm just going to check yeah. my email real quick but it's like 8 p.m. on a, on a Monday night. Like now, now you're, you've created a problem for Tuesday because you're not going to sleep well. You're going to be thinking about that, that email that Karen sent for the rest of the night. You're going to be like reeling. Somebody replied to you passive aggressive on Monday night. You're going to be like furious the rest of the night. Like, don't do that. There, there is work. There's time to work tomorrow. So that's one, like be, be cognizant of the boundaries. Two, like anything else, you need to figure out sort of your optimum working schedule and sort of the things that this is the table stakes stuff. This is like getting enough sleep, 
um, still, you know, cooking, cooking meals, like having good nutritional habits and, and like not just eating over your computer, like fast food and stuff where now you're going to feel like trash because you're putting trash into your body, like working from home, you have the flexibility to go cook dinner, hopefully do those things uh, to yourself, go get some exercise, don't sit in front of your computer without moving for eight hours per day. Um, go out on a walk every now and then get yourself some blue blocker glasses. I would show you my desk. Like I got a standing desk. I designed my space to like exactly how I wanted it in my house. If you could do that, those little things help. Um, I also think that there, there are, are little things like you can Pavlov yourself. This is one of my favorite things, uh, that has worked for me. Like for me, I have like four or five playlists that when I play, I know I'm sitting down and I'm getting stuff done. And like, I've, I'm like, it's like Pavlov ringing the bell that to his little dog that it's time to eat, figure out little hacks for yourself like that in a digital world. You know, maybe you can't listen to music. Maybe it's, you know, a certain place you sit. Um, you know, maybe it's, it's, um, I don't know, maybe it's a certain time of day or whatever. You have a power hour every, every Monday evening. That's when you crank out your emails, whatever it is, like find, find something that like gets you in the zone. And like be as productive as possible when you're in that zone and take a little bit of the burden off from, from being like in your home working as well. Every now and then break it up, go to a coffee shop, uh, go be around other people every now and then, not just while you're working, like try and have some type of social interaction. We're social creatures. Don't just like be the, the recluse. It will start to eat away at you. you. It can get lonely if you're never, if you're never being around people. Um, one other, one other thing that I'll, I'll off the cuff here, one other tip, find a way to reward yourself. So sometimes when I'm working remote, you know, you're not having that FaceTime with people. Sometimes, you know, it's like, man, I'm just like, I'm exhausted staring at this computer screen. And I, I have this project. It's going to be, it's going to take the best out of me. I'm not ready to do it. I really want to think about this thing, but it's not as important. Like sometimes reward yourself, go do the little thing that you're, you're, you want to go solve now, go spend 15 minutes on that. Give yourself the, the freedom to go do that. So you're more energized to go do the big thing um, or, or do little nice things for yourself too. Like, like sometimes I'm like, you know what? If I get this project done a day early, I'm going to go buy myself a nice steak and I'm going to cook it tonight and I'm going to have an awesome dinner and like create little things that you can look forward to for yourself to make it a little bit um, easier to adapt to that. I personally you know, I've been working remote for, for quite a while now, for several years. I love it now. Um, I don't know if I'd ever go back to an office. I, I like that human interaction still. I'm extroverted by nature. But it's also like recognize all the benefits. You have more freedom and flexibility. If you are somebody who can deliver results in four hours and you don't have to like, you know, be present because you got calls coming in or customers that, you know, you're responding to during certain hours. Like if you can get everything done in four hours, you just got a golden ticket. Go do it in four hours. Once you go remote, like unless you're in a really highly bureaucratic environment, people tend not to care as much. Like, can you do the job? I don't know if it, I can't see you. I don't know if it took you two hours or eight hours. Like you could go do it in two hours. Go do it. And that doesn't yeah. mean like don't, you know, phone it in and don't don't take your you know responsibility for your work, but recognize the advantages. Don't overlook like I got forced into this. It's going to be terrible. Try and focus yep. on the positives. I think for the most part, most people, especially those with families and long commutes, like they probably do like, or open offices, which are like 
the worst idea ever. Um, like you can't get any work done in open office space. So like, I think like people that have kind of negative situations are like, I would never go back to an office if I can help it. But I, I know for some people, again, send it out to the homies. I think that some people was an adjustment and it wasn't great. Um, use some of these tips, make your life better. What you got? Yo, for sure, bro. Um, one sec. So I guess just to, you definitely need something to trigger you, right? Like I know for me, as crazy as that sounds, I got this little aroma therapy thing. Like I smell oh, the ocean breeze and I'm ready to freaking work. I only that's a good it. one. Yo, it's so you gotta try that out. I didn't know how crazy like scent has like with that kind of. Are stuff. you about to do so, like an influencer like link in my bio? <laughs> I, got, I get fifty percent commission Yo, here. Yeah. Dead ass. Use the code crazy Lou. Yeah, but seriously, <laughs> that thing is. <laughs> That thing is crazy. So if you're going to do anything, I agree. Music or something. For music, dude, I feel like going out and partying. So I needed something else. Like I was like, yo, let me smell something or whatever. I want to I wanna dive into, uh, I want to I wanna get your take on this, right? What's the, what's the future of work? Is this just mm. like, I know clearly a lot of companies have already adopted this, right? Like Salesforce, Amazon, they're like, dude, you want to work from home, work from home. You want to come in off, like whatever. We're not requiring anything. Yeah. Is that the future? of like legit work is it a f yes or like i, I don't know this i don't know that it's obvious i see i see uh, i'm just gonna go right into it i here's here's what i see there are empty office buildings all over the country the people who own those office buildings they're gonna have to find some productive use for it maybe they're built turn them into apartment buildings but i think that's one like major economic thing that needs to be figured out like when you think about like who holds the money in this world like insurance companies banks like a lot of wealth is concentrated in these really high value properties that used to be filled with people who are working there every day and now a lot of them are empty that's something to be figured out i think that some offices that's that's kind of a a perverse incentive to to try and figure out how to get people back in offices put that one to the shelf for a second i think that a lot of companies though We're like, hey, leasing an office is really damn expensive. What if we could pay our employees more? Or what if we could just like not have that overhead? What if we could have more profits? What if we could reduce our prices for customers? There are a lot of positive uh, ramifications for this as well. It gives companies more leverage in their operating budget if they can cut out that massive overhead of like rent. And, you know, you got to have insurance on a building. You got, you know, the utilities on a building, which is like super expensive. Got all these people, you got Wi-Fi, super fast Wi-Fi, all these things. What if I could go buy every single one of my employees, you know, in home office setup, pay for their Wi-Fi and give them better work-life balance? Like this could, I think that there's going to become a, a shift in this becoming part of the employee perk package where companies are competing in, in who offers the most flexible setup. Those are some pros, cons. Here's one of the biggest things. This opens the door for the most competitive work environment ever. Like the the terms of of employment are going to change. I think this is gonna be, open up the opportunity for smaller companies to compete more too, but also make it even more competitive because once people are no longer limited to talent in their own backyard or who can come into their office, I think you're gonna start to see, I expect that we'll, we'll start to see it more and more of a shift toward a global marketplace for for talent um so long as bureaucrats and politicians don't try to like mess that up where it's like i don't care where you are i don't care what time you do the job it really doesn't matter 
what country you live in. It really doesn't matter what language you speak, as long as you know you can you can do work. Your work output can be done in whatever language we need it done done in. Um, I think this is a tremendous, tremendously positive things uh, thing for people who are in disadvantaged economies. And I think that people who are in America and and Europe and like higher standard of living countries better wake the hell up and get ready because you it is it is more important than ever to have something to differentiate yourself and, and a track record of being able to deliver the goods because if it's not just you know it's not just you versus the other guy down the street that I'm hiring but it's you versus the other guy down the street versus everybody else in India or Pakistan or Bangladesh who wants this job more who's having a literal life-changing event as a result of getting this income. You better saddle up, Sally. Get ready to ride. You better be, you better you better be doubling down on your skill set. Bro, real talk, bro. Like it's even you thought the job market was competitive, you're freaking it's done, bro. Like this game over, bro. Yeah. You're competing with the world now. So that's kind of like that's kind of crazy to think. I don't want to get too off topic, but this metaverse crap that came out, I think it has implications on what if we just pop in the VR and we just work from like some virtual, like, can you see that happening? I Sometimes I, when I'm typing emails or I'm building workflows, workflows is a good example of this, where I'm doing, I'm trying to automate things or I'm, there's a series of repetitive tasks that I'm trying to figure out. How do I not have to do the same thing over and over again? And I'm like, man, how cool would it be if I could just like lay back and just like build these modules in my mind rather than like physically have to click through and type and like all these kind of things. I think that there, there are really cool, you know, it's like Elon Musk had the Neuralink thing. That's, you know, never really taken off yet, but like crazy crap. Yeah. That's a different episode. That's got like so Absolutely. many different pros and cons and like concerns and, and yeah. definitely potential positive, you know, positives too, but also like Anytime we start talking about these things, there's there's massive opportunity for abuse of power, which is like in the world we live in right now, like I'm probably not popping on a VR headset or, you know, plugging my brain into the Internet. Just like real talk. That's concerning in the the, the state of uncertainty we're in. Absolutely. Although I promise you, I'll be like, man, but think about how productive I could be if I didn't have to if I wasn't limited by how fast my fingers could yeah. type or, or whatever. Absolutely. So. Lots of lots of things going yeah. here. Absolutely, yeah. We that's a completely different episode, I guess. Wrapping things up, some concluding thoughts. So, this is this is my takeaway from the work from home, work remote. Uh, if you're gonna work remote, freaking set some boundaries. You could literally sit there at a desk all day because that's just if you have no freaking boundaries. Get an office space. Get the Pavlov triggers that Mitchell was talking about. Whether it's a song, whether it's a scent, whatever it may be, that's gonna help you out. Number two. Um, if you do, if you do end up working from home and you end up wanting to switch companies, just realize how competitive the market is. That's what I got at. Like now it's literally the world. Like anybody can just pop open their laptop and work. Mitchell, you have any closing thoughts? Double down on the things that you're good at and like find ways to, to skill stack. You gotta, you gotta find your niche. There's niches, there's riches and niches, but like, yep, absolutely. If, you, if you're really good at, at, you know, you're a really good software engineer. Well, what's a niche? Like maybe you build apps specifically for small businesses who can't afford to pay fortune 100 software developers, or they can't afford SaaS products. Like find something that you can specialize in because yep. that's what gives you leverage in a more competitive marketplace. So 
If you're working from home, check out some of these tips. Hopefully it gets better for you if, if it's been Smash a bad experience. The subscribe but button. For the rest of you though, hopefully it's been an awesome, positive impact and you never want to go back because of the freedom and flexibility that it's giving you in your day-to-day -day life. So as always, thanks for checking hey, out man. another episode. Yep. We'll be back again soon.